God cares about what's in your heart and he cares about your intention of what you're saying more than the word itself. So I think you could be saying not swear words with an angry or hateful heart and it could be worse than like saying a swear word that you're joking and it's like just a funny word about a bodily function or something. Hello and welcome to God is a Dad podcast, the show where three couples get together and talk about how God parents us and then try to parent our kids the same way. Today on the show, we're talking about profanity, swearing, curse words, whatever you want to call it. And I would say this is probably our most controversial episode to date. You might hear us say some things that you disagree with, but we're just trying to be honest and authentic and we trust that if we're wrong, then God will lead us back into truth. I would like to warn you that since this is an episode about profanity, we do use some profanity occasionally throughout the episode. However, it is bleeped out. So if your kids haven't heard those words yet, they won't hear them in the episode. But if even the beep makes you uncomfortable, then just, I guess, be aware of that. Let's go ahead and get started. Yeah, so uh, I wanted to talk about swearing. I think I might be a little bit too comfortable with swearing and children and it's a question parents have, you know, need to ask. It's worth asking. So I thought the first question we would just talk about, it makes sense to me, is to ask, how does God view swearing slash profanity? Because basically, I think that's, you have to start from that point in order to make any other applications in your life or your parenting. So what do you guys think about that? I feel like I'm the most boring person here when it comes to this conversation. I'm interested in hearing Justin and mostly interested in hearing Nicole and then hearing Justin. Respond. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too. Me too. I'll give you my what I think God thinks about swearing. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I think God thinks about swearing like anything else in the universe, like a, a meal at McDonald's. Like one meal under the right circumstances is great and it's greasy and it's salty and it's sugary and it tastes really good but five times a week ten times a week that might not have the same effect on on the person i kind of think of swearing i think god thinks of swearing um like neutral characters in dungeons and dragons probably (laughs) Uh, (laughs) even an even more helpful analogy than where there's nothing inherently evil about any word. I think God cares about what's in your heart. So I think a lot of it has to do with your intention. And I kind of think about it the same way I think about being a mandated reporter. Is it, are you going to harm yourself? Are you going to harm other people? And are other people harming you? Ba-dum. We agree 100%. Um, that's what I was going to say. I think that God cares about what's in your heart and he cares about your intention of what you're saying more than the word itself. So I think you could be saying not swear words with like an angry or hateful heart. And it could be worse than like saying a swear word that you're joking. And it's like just a funny word about a bodily function or something. (laughs) But I think that taking the Lord's name in vain is, I think about it differently. And I think because that one was specifically commanded against by God. Yeah, that's even like enter my realm. Like I, yeah. I don't even consider it uh, just because it's so like off bounds <laughs> that it uh-huh. doesn't like, it come into my mind in this conversation. But uh-huh. yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, out of, the over, out, of the, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. So 
if your heart's good and I guess you're overflowing swear words, then perhaps that's acceptable. My question then off of that is, it seems like every culture around the world, I haven't done a study on you know, the 200 or whatever countries in the world, but it seems like every culture invents for some reason words that are sort of taboo, that are sort of outside of the, the proper place, outside of norm, outside of what is appropriate in all, in all settings. And so I guess with that, does that make a difference? Are we ever sort of supposed to be in submission to what, like the, how the larger culture defines a word? Like how much does that matter? Because between us and God, right, you can say any word. And if you don't have a good, good word to him, you could even use those words to worship to him. You know, if you're like, if you're praying in your closet or whatever, and you are, it doesn't matter what four letter words come out of your mouth, as long as your heart's good to him. Like he, you know, I don't think, I think we're saying between us and God, it's anything can be good. Anything could be bad depending on the heart behind it. Does that, does that make yeah. a difference to you guys? Like the, how, how much credence do you give that idea that we should be in submission to culture? I think prior to like whenever, I don't know, the internet existed that I would have not cared hardly at all about what people said, unless if it was like in front of a crowd or like a, at a professional meeting or something. But I think now with swearing and society and how far that everything just goes or has the potential to go online, that it's much more important to be in control of your mouth uh, just because things can be copied, pasted, retweeted, whatever it is. Yeah, that's a good point. So you're saying it might not be, you're not making statements about the morality necessarily, but the wisdom. Yeah. And using them, even if just, yeah, because, because the reach of a word can go so much farther than it used to be able to. Yeah. I think that taking into consideration the, how culture perceives it is important to think about. I think it's important to God, too. I'm thinking of the passage of scripture when I think it's Paul writing about, like, whether people should eat meat sacrifice to idols or not or it's like the weaker brother passage i think like the point he's essentially making is eating the meat is acceptable to god but if you are eating with people who you're going to damage their faith by eating the meat in front of them then maybe you should refrain from eating the meat i think i think about swearing in a similar context yeah it's just important to recognize that Lots of people think about swearing very negatively, and there are consequences of saying those words. And I think that God thinks that as well, that we should be sensitive to what people think about it or what what are kind of like standards of righteous behavior, I guess. I was going to say something similar. I think there are some people that if I were hanging out with them and I were to use some some cuss words that it would deter them from being able to like hear the gospel message. And I think that there are some people that if I did use cuss words, that they would actually be more likely to hear the gospel message. Yeah, for sure. No doubt. Which it makes it such a tricky thing because basically what it feels like we're asking ourselves to be able to do is to in every situation sort of assess the context that we're in. And then think, is using swear words, is profanity going to be helpful or hurtful to the people in this context? Which, yeah, doesn't really, 
I guess, sort out the right or wrong question. That would be my argument for the answer to the question. Would be that it's not an issue of right or wrong. Like God doesn't view it as a right or wrong thing. He views it as like a tool. Yep. But well, that's like answering it by not answering it almost. No, it's answering it. I mean, it is an answer. Yeah. Turns out not everything in life might is black and white, right? <laughs> but I mean, so like when I was when I was looking up, you know, the going to Google and typing in Bible verses on profanity or swear words or whatever. The ones that came up were two in Ephesians and then one in Colossians, I think. And the phrases, at least from the ESV version, which seems to be the hip and trending version, I guess, today. The phrases, Paul described it as in three different verses, obscene talk, corrupting talk, foolish talk, and crude joking. And the thing that I thought was interesting about three of them, the obscene, foolish, and crude, or maybe at least obscene and crude, two of them are, I think, entirely contextual entirely dependent on the context. Culture defines what is obscene and the culture defines what is crude. Obscene talk in one in one context could very well not be obscene in another context. But I liked specifically the one where he, the corrupting talk. I thought that was kind of helpful because to me to think about like is the word are the words that you're saying corrupting you and the people around you? Like is there is there damage being done? Is there some kind of regression from holiness into like a corrupt way of living? Which to me was a lot more helpful than thinking about obscenity or crude crudeness just because it is so fluid depending on the people. And then in two of those verses, I think Paul suggested rather than those things, he said, you know, rather than that, like speak to build up people or to give thanks or thanksgiving. And the thing I thought was interesting about that is I was like, I've definitely used profanity in my life to build people up and also to give thanks. Right. Uh, which I thought was kind of interesting. Like I could definitely think of examples uh, where that's, that's the case. And so that's a great yeah. example. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> Thanksgiving, right? <laughs> For sure. Are you going to leave that in there? No, I don't know. I, I might do like, I can, you can bleep it out, you know, like an mm-hmm. audio clip. So that's kind of fun. I think so. I think it's warranted in a, in a podcast that will have swearing and or profanity in the title. I think you ought to have. Mm-hmm. Well then, I'm gonna let it fly a little more. Then. Swear, swear a lot more. <laughs> I'm just holding back. You were. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't expect yeah. you to hold it back. Yeah. Okay. I get. Yeah. I guess I didn't set the ground rules before the, before the conversation. <laughs> so, I for me that draws a little, brings a little bit of clarity to the next question. Uh, but I'd like to hear what you guys think, which is just this idea of how comfortable are you with your children being in a context where there is swearing going on, either from you, right? Like, how comfortable are you with swearing around your kids? How comfortable are you with other people swearing around your kids or how comfortable are you with them just being around it? Like in not from a person, but like from movies or music or other media. I feel very comfortable with it. Many of my friends use a lot of uh, swear words. And when they're, you know, around and I'm half the kids, I totally don't try and censor them. The kids are in public school now, and it goes all the way up to fifth grade in their school. And so there's stuff getting thrown around all the time there, for sure. Mm-hmm. So they're around it regardless. And I'm just super comfortable with it, too, because Dan and I once sat the kids down and told them what all of the bad words were. <laughs> we said them all out loud to them. And so they know what all those words are. And they know that at this point, they're not allowed to use those words. And that's a choice they'll get to make when they're older. Because they know that, it's not some big secret. It's not some, it's not some scary thing. But they just know like that's not for you to use right now. 
same with we we didn't let them use the word hate for a long time and we still don't really let them use the word hate because they don't understand what it carries yet so that's interesting then my my question to that would be how did you then explain to them why other people use them like you told them what the words meant you, i'm assuming you said people you've heard people say this or you will did you explain like what was the what's the framework that they have for what profanity even is i think eli was saying hell <laughs> yeah he was so I think you're saying, what the hell? What the hell? <laughs> we were like, he also said bitch once. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which, out of our choice of words. Yeah, we don't ever use that. We don't ever say bitch. Sure, yeah. And so I think that's kind of what brought it on was like he was discovering it through whatever means he was discovering it through. And we essentially just said, these are all things that you know right now. Damn is punishment. Hell is the eternal suffering. is poop. Yeah, but it's like a meaner version of it or like a more harsh version of the word. Mm-hmm. Um, so you went through with every single word and told them like what they mean. and We like, didn't or- like and f- Yeah. And we don't say, <laughs> <laughs> but, but we did say like, this is a really bad word and we're yeah, not, I'm sure they hear that at school. Mm-hmm. So we just said like, these are decisions you get to make when you're older. A lot of them are just mo- more adult words. Right? And, and then, yeah. And I think that makes sense to them because they know there are adult drinks you know, and like m- movies that are adult movies. Well, that sounds yeah. bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to say that. So it doesn't they know there are, yeah, I mean, there are, yeah. Mm-hmm. Movies that are not appropriate for them as children. They're right. Thank you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Please edit that one. No, that's a great one. I think we're keeping that in. I think we're keeping that in. Everyone knows what, you, knows what you mean. I do not mean pornography, everyone. Oh my word. Yeah. That's definitely a clip that goes at the end with the music, for sure. <laughs> oh, Lordy. I'm always, I always know it's not a good podcast episode when I listen through and I can't find, like, those clips. <laughs> like, there's been some, there just hasn't been any, and I've been like, uh, that's a bad sign for how the, how the episode went, so. I didn't see that. Anyway, they know that there's, like, adult drinks and things like that. So, I think that us saying there are adult words, that makes sense to them. Yeah, for sure. Oh, what have you guys done? Yeah, that's done? really interesting. We have a, like a completely different experience, I would say. Like the one anecdote that I was going to say is like our kids still have no idea. Like I'm totally comfortable with them hearing swearing. We don't really swear around our kids, but mm-hmm. we don't really care if our kids are in the gym a decent amount, you know, and there's people swearing all the time and they'll be kind of jumping like, oh, shoot, sorry. I, you know, I shouldn't have, shouldn't have said that. I'm like, ah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Basically, because I know that there's a vast number of words that they hear every day that they have no idea what they mean. Like way more words than I thought. I don't know. I think we were talking at dinner one time and we were talking about something that we saw in the news or some something that we saw. And we were like, I think I said, oh, man, that's like really ignorant. And then James looks up and he says, what's ignorant? <laughs> then I had to explain what it meant. Right. And, you know, that's not a you know, that's not a super fancy word or like a ten dollar word or whatever. But it's also yeah, I mean, he's six. So I understand that he doesn't know that. And then after that, I just started to ask him more and more often. Like I'll say things to him or around him or. But a lot of times even to him and I'll be like, do you know what that means? You know, like, do you know what popular means? Any like just sort of uncommon word. And most of the time the answer is no. 
uh, definitely, for, especially for Cameron, he has no idea what all these innocuous but fairly common words mean. And so they have no idea what what any of those swear words mean, what any any profanity, because I think their school is pretty pretty clean about it and they keep it they keep it pretty tight. And so we have not had to have the guy. I don't I haven't felt any pressure to have the conversation or digest it with him. Well, and they've never said any word yet. Yeah. <clears throat> Or, yeah, shown any kind of awareness when they've, like, heard a word that it's anything different. Yep. But they are starting to sing along the songs more often. Like, we've we've really been cranking out the Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse soundtrack a lot. Oh. And they, they, they love to... It's, like, the first one that they've started to really belt out when we play it in the car or when we watch the movie or whatever. And so, you know, if they were to really get really get familiar with songs with swear words, then I guess they would start start saying them. So, oh, I was gonna say something, okay. I, but I have a funny story about something, or just to show like how swearing and what's appropriate is like very cultural because we say "what the heck" a lot, and like our kids have been saying that since they were little, mm. and I find it like kind of amusing, like to hear a three year old be like "what the heck," <laughs> but then. <laughs> But I don't find that one like bad. And but then we had a neighbor over playing and then Justin said it or I said it. And then he was like, you say that in front of your kids? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so that was obviously like a big not appropriate in his house. I guess he was like really surprised. That but that kid swears it. all the time. I know. <laughs> he that's swears funny. all the time in front of our kids. <laughs> I know. Yeah, he, yeah, he does. Yeah, and then he'll be like, "Oh, sorry, I shouldn't say it around your kids. They're a little too young because he's like twelve or something." You know? oh I'm like, I'd be like, "Yeah, it'd be nice if you tried to not say it quite because he's like swearing every you know ten or fifteen seconds, kind of. He's just like just flowing out." And so I'm like, "Yeah, just you know, oh, that's not true." When they're playing outside, and if they're playing like a game, oh, okay, you know, they're like trying to like yeah. compete or whatever, and he's failing or whatever. <laughs> I, it's like in game in game situations. Okay. So, do you guys ever swear around your kids? Oh yeah, on purpose or or you swore you swear on them and then you're like, oops, shouldn't have done that. It's not even. I don't even think about it. Really, I'm a little surprised by that. Because I don't swear a ton. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask before this conversation started. I was going to ask everybody to rate uh, how often among us for like rate how often we swear with like number one being the person who swears the most. I think we can all agree who who last place is. <laughs> yes, right? that would be Nicole. <laughs> what What do you think, Dan? Out of the rest, of the three of us, what would your rankings be? Um, I think you're number one. Anna's number two. I'm number three. Nicole's number four. Mm, I think I'm number one. Justin's number two. You're. Number two. <laughs> I mean, it's a toss up. Okay, it's a toss up. So Dan and Nicole, are, we know that we know that Dan and Nicole are closer to the bottom, and we know that. You know, <laughs> What would your guess be, Nicole? Who do you? So, Dan, you think I swear more than Anna, and Anna thinks she swears more than me. What What do you think? <laughs> I think I think you swear a decent amount, like, but not really in front of our kids. Like, you do it like more under your breath or like when you're by yourself. Mm. But I don't know. I have, I have no yeah. idea how much Anna swears because I haven't been around in your her. Face. Yeah, I would say also like when I'm talking to or around my kids that. It's just it it doesn't really lend to using But not around your kids, words. but just swearing in general the most mm-hmm. is my question. I think it, there's no question that Anna and I are at the top of that one. <laughs> if we swear around our kids, I might I might be number one 
in that in that regard. Yeah, probably. But number three overall. Wow, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so my my question then personally for me is how much do you care about the music you have on around your kids? Like when it comes to music or media they're around, how much do you regulate that or modulate that or care about that? With TV, there's like no content. It's like a content issue more mm-hmm. than it is a language issue. Yeah. And so like, I don't feel like they see anything mm-hmm. on a screen that's swearing. They watch me play video games, but that's more limited by mm-hmm. gameplay than anything else. Right. And they watch me watch the great British bake off. So yeah. they do love the office right now. They do love the office. They mostly like Michael Scott. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when they found out that he left, they were so sad. Our kids just called out the boring show. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, why do we have to watch the boring show? <laughs> yeah. With music though. I mean, I feel like Hamilton is kind of like the, mm, the yeah. gateway for a lot of like families who don't normally swing. <laughs> but I was um, going to say that I usually like put on the clean filter on Spotify, but I mm-hmm. we list have listened to the whole Hamilton. I didn't know there is a clean filter yeah, on Spotify. <laughs> there is, yeah. Well, you can hit a little switch button. There and didn't then... used to be, which was a pet peeve of mine, but there is now. That's cool. Um, but like we let our kids li- listen to like like certain Lizzo songs. Not all of them, but some of them. Like that one where it starts out. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, child, tired of the bullshit. Come on, brush your shoulder off that one. Eli, for like the longest time, would go, What's a bushy? <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, that's really good. And then we'd be like, She's saying bullshit. It's one of those adult words you're not allowed to use. <laughs> and the, but then we're like, But if we're, if we are listening to this song in the car together and you want to sing along, that's fine. But in regular life, in just their regular talking speech, they're not allowed to use those adult words. I just have, I have conflicted feelings on this one because today we were reading the Jesus Storybook Bible. I have been shocked. I thought their listening comprehension was much higher than it actually is. Yeah. And we read the story of Jonah and about... There was a paragraph about like, so Jonah or God told Jonah to go to Nineveh and Nineveh was God's worst enemies and they turned their back from God. And so I was like, so why is God sending Jonah to Nineveh? And they were like, wait, I thought he was sending Joseph to Nineveh because we they just had no clue what was going on at, at all. And I feel like kind of the same way with music. They just like catch on to certain phrases and just have no clue what anything means. I mean, to this day, I don't know what some of like Backstreet Boys' actual lyrics are. And I made up my own. And they're probably wrong, but I'm going to keep singing them the way I sing them. The next question then that I, I mean, you've already alluded to this. What age are you, are you okay with your kids starting to swear? I mean, you said they'll get to decide when they're older. Do they get to decide what age, right? And so, who's going to ask it? Of and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know yet. I think we ten. have we have a some, hard ten. We have some years to, to decide. 
I feel like I would appreciate doing it younger rather than older because then they get to test out and just be around and like not necessarily have all the emotions of a teenager. Mm, where, so, so play with it before they become angsty. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just like under, you know, you can understand like, and it's not necessarily as much of a sin issue as like just trying out and seeing what works. When do you, when do you guys think you started using swear words? Do you remember, do you have any, any recollection of when like you first uttered? College. Shut up. I didn't swear until college. Same. I would say the same. What? Oh my gosh. You are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't think so. I'm not surprised that you're saying that, Nicole. I'm I'm shocked that Anna's saying that. Call you did not use Wow. No, I don't think so. I mean, in high school, my I mean, much of my goal was just was to please my parents. And even now I'm like, oh, I don't know how my mom's gonna think of what my mom's gonna think about this. I know what she's gonna think about it. Um, my dad really, really hates swearing. Like, really hates it. And like, I, I like we were not allowed to say butt or poop. <laughs> the kid. Those were bad words. So. Was it fart also? Yeah. And you had to say like, what? Did, oh, you had to we say had to BM say instead. Of, yeah, you had to say two, and you had to say BM instead of. Poop. <laughs> and we had to say bottom. Oh my word. I mean, I think the reason why I don't swear around my kids is because I have so much practice swearing, but keeping it from my parents. I'm not sure. I'll be curious to hear what my parents think about this, but I remember, like, I was really good about, I swear all the time with my friends, constantly, you know, a lot of profanity in high school, but I, I never once, to my memory, swore, like, in our house when they were around and where they heard me. Except for, I think, one time when I was playing tennis, they were, like, watching me, and I was, it wasn't going well, and I was, the, the sports, sports and profanity, you know, go together very well, and I think they probably overheard quite a bit, and I don't, yeah, I don't know if they knew, but I was, I had a lot of experience hiding from them. I remember there was one time when I was playing soccer when I got super pissed off. I was probably, like, under, I was probably 13. It was my first traveling team. This kid was annoying me, and I said, under my breath, I'm going to kick your ass. I felt so... Ooh, so, like... Oh, my goodness. Uh, like, 13-year-old. I was probably... I don't know whether or not I was, like, super overweight at that point, or, like, super underweight, but I was one of the two, and there was no way I could have done that. Today. Right. Yeah. When, 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 when would you be okay for our kids to start swearing? My thought is that I would want to think that they can demonstrate wisdom in knowing when it's appropriate and when it's not. Like if they can under if they can understand, like it's okay to do it in these circumstances when we're at our home or something, but we can't do it at school or we can't do it at grandma's house or whatever. Then yeah. I feel like I'd I'd be okay with it. I like that answer. Ooh, did you, I like did you fire. Did you also say not only when but why? I didn't say that, but I think yeah, yeah I think that w would be an important part of it. Yeah. yeah, I think I would like to, yeah to make sure not only they could know when, but also the why behind it's not appropriate on these people and be able to understand it, it's a pretty nuanced situation, right? Like why it's inappropriate to some people, why it's not to others what those words mean in different contexts to different people, the origins of the words, 
where they came from and how that affects things. Not and like the severity of the words, like there's certainly a hierarchy of words that are, you know, sometimes okay in certain situations or whatever. Like I remember the first time my dad said pissed, right? And he said it like very casually or whatever. And I was like, what? What? You can't. Why why'd you say that? And he's he was like, Oh, it's kind of not a swear word. And I was like, What? It's not? Because it, if until that point it had kind of, you know, it had been in the middle, I would say middle of the pack, I guess, as far as as far as words go. But so there's a lot of nuance to it, and it's it's kind of constantly changing too. There's it fluctuates, I, I would say, a little bit, and that is a pretty cognitively demanding thing to understand. I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My only argument against that, and why I would want to start younger, Nicole, is I just don't feel like swearing is that big of a deal, just in general, and so I like the concept of it being like relatively low stakes versus like a higher stakes. I can see like your, I can see the logic definitely for knowing when where why how but i feel like kids operate so much more on a trial and error testing things like i don't know that like when eli lies he's necessarily being like very devious i think he's like huh i got away with this last time you know oh maybe i can get away with it again and it's it's just kind of like we almost have to instill that morality within or explain why this thing hurt Ella. Right, right. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I think I agree with you, Nicole. I think that's a pretty good way to decide when it's okay. But it's not really like it's like kind of like what we said earlier. Like to me, it's not an issue of right and wrong that like it's right when they're that old or it's wrong before that. Yeah. It's just an issue of wisdom. It's like until you're wise enough to use it well, like I'm not worried about it. And I don't think we'll ever give our kids consequences or they will never get in trouble with, from us for using certain words, right? Because it's, it's always about. Why do you say the word that you said? It's not that you dropped that four-letter word. It's that you felt that in your heart towards me or your brother or your mom or whatever, right? I could definitely see if there was like a three-step program and the first step is no swearing at all. And then the second step is like, you can swear, but only in our house. That's the only time it's allowed because work, all our family's okay with it, but never, never anywhere else. And then the third step program was like, now you have the understanding to start applying these words in different scenarios. <laughs> Obviously, you can't really legislate what they how they swear outside of your house but <laughs> that would be a three-step program that i could get, i could sort of get behind i, guess. Oh, I like that me too because i mean that that's a way for you to get your trialing out right i mean like you were yeah. saying like if you're going to train your kids how to use it well like use it around us and we'll be like hey that that might not be you know the right way to use that word or i mean th- obviously the heart stuff you're going to be constantly addressing but even just the the practical implementation of those those words you can you gotta put it before that word in order to have right, the right right <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly does anybody have any parting thoughts they want to throw in there anything they feel like we missed again i think it's about your intention and about your heart and i read this thing i think it was a relevant article and it said people can say bless your heart with as like with more hatred mm. in their heart using a swear word yeah, yeah who's the principal the substitute principal for dumbledore Professor Umbridge. Professor Umbridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does she say "bless your heart"? She doesn't, but but that's her. Simple. That's her persona. It's mm-hmm. a great point. All right. Well, is there anything that you guys would bet your salvation on? No. <laughs> if we get if somebody comes down neighbors. here. Yeah, you are definitely answering the door. <laughs> God cares about your heart and your intentions. We know Dan says no. Okay, I'll, I, I'll try to be Jake and be a little risky. I think I would 
almost bet my salvation on. <sighs> That's not the question. I know. That's okay. Okay. Sure. 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 I'll bet my salvation on the fact that there's no word that in every context is morally reprehensible to God. That every single word that's ever been created by man can be used well or in po- in a positive way. I, th- I think that's that's pretty fair, right? I mean, and that that I think really is like actually the heart of the conversation. Basically, is that that's the issue with profanity is that to some people it's like, I mean, if we if we all agreed that that was the case, right, then profanity kind of wouldn't exist. Then the cultural understanding of taboo words would not be in existence. But I think that God doesn't view any any words as completely taboo in all situations. I like that Dan just peer pressured you into betting your salvation. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, Dan. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's a good one. That's why I always you can't you can't go wrong. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, I respect it. If, if you're gonna if you're gonna play it straight, and we're gonna give you a hard time for playing it straight, then you shouldn't let me hedge for sure. That's I think turnaround's fair play there. That's good. Yeah. Oh man. Cool. Well, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Um, have a good one thanks so much that's it for today thanks so much for listening if even after hearing that you do not think we are terrible parents and terrible Christians then we would like your help telling more people about our podcast so there's two things you could do for us that would be super great first one think of two people moms or dads that you think might like our show and text email DM them maybe even tell them face to face that's pretty much the best way for people to find out about podcasts for sure. So if you do that, that'd be awesome. Secondly, if you are listening on an Apple device, if you could go into iTunes, find our podcast, then leave a rating or review, that would be great. If you don't have time for a review, you don't want to spend time typing out a few sentences about how much you like us or how much you don't, you can just click one of the five stars. It takes about half a second to make one tap, and it really helps people find out about our show. And frankly, it just makes us feel better about ourselves. So if you'd like to help our self-esteem or help people find out about our podcast, do that. That'd be awesome. I know we've been a little consistent releasing episodes during the summer, but we're busy doing summer stuff just like you are. So I can't promise we'll see you next week, but until the next episode, have a good one. movies that are adult movies well that sounds i think god thinks it's wearing like neutral characters in dungeons and dragons what's a bushy?